welcome to episode 20 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again. On today's episode, we're going to be breaking down the Women's World Cup, talking some more baseball. The Dodgers, they get another walk-off, their fourth straight walk-off at home. And then the NBA free agency circus is not over yet. Kawhi Leonard has not signed with the team. Also, Boogie Cousins. We're going to talk a little bit about DeMarcus Cousins, a player that was due for a Supermax just two years ago before he tore his Achilles, and now he's having trouble finding work. So we're going to talk all about that, but we have to start with the biggest sporting event yesterday, which was the Women's World Cup. The Women's World Cup, that was an exciting game yesterday, U.S. versus England, and the women advance 2-1. to one. Alex Morgan, she makes headlines all over the globe with one of the, with the elite, with the top notch, with an A1 troll job after she gets the header. And, of course, she sips her nice tea and crumpets, and it was a great troll job. Off the chest. Horan setting it in there. Header. Go! Kemper's distributions in this World Cup have been fantastic. That diagonal ball out of the back. Kristen Press backs up to him, brings down. Second touch finds Lindsay Horan in that space. She had rotated forward. And then she just clips this one over the top. Alex Morgan gets a jump on her player. It's the left back and Demi Stokes. And then such a clean finish again at the near post. She's back in the lead for the golden boot because of the three assists that y'all... You had Piers Morgan saying it was dope, but hey, I'll take the U.S.'s Morgan over England's Piers Morgan any day of the week because that was some world-class trolling in the World Cup. And my favorite thing to end any debate, Alex Morgan after the game, she tweeted... Thank you for the B-Day love. Thanks for the Rockin' Stadium. Thanks for continuing to believe with us. And that's the T. So she scores her first goal since the opening game and retakes the lead in the Golden Boot Race, now having six goals, three assists. It was her 107th international goal in history. And also, she's the first player in FIFA Women's World Cup history to score a, a goal on her birthday. So go shoddy. It's your birthday, and <laughs> they're partying in that locker room. Check out the Women's World Cup team getting down in the locker room after they advance to the final. But this team is exciting. You know all the... The political hoopla with Megan Rapino, who everyone was wondering why was she sitting out the game. She had scored two goals the previous game against France, and she was sitting out. She was nursing a hamstring injury, and they say that she's going to be available for Sunday's final, which will be against either the Netherlands or, or Sweden. That's going to be today, but 
the Women's World Cup. I'm telling you, it's exciting. Of course, I watch it every four years and really give Alex Morgan all the credit in the world. You got all these haters. You know, I think it's fun to see the world hating on a, a U.S. soccer team and they're saying that all the U.S. players are taking dives, looking like Neymar, looking like showing showing memes of them diving off diving boards. But hey, when you're that great, you're going to get some haters. The U.S. is the number one team in the world. They won it last year, and they're going to probably take it again. I'm telling you, the U.S. women's bring on Swainted, bring on the Netherlands. The U.S. is going to get it done Sunday. There's no doubt about it. The U.S. Women's World Cup, hats off. You guys are doing your thing. And England, come on. you That's your game, right? That's your game. We went across the pond. We had our issues with you. Don't get mad. Just a little fun, a little trolling. If, you, if you're so upset about it, how about you score some goals and you can mimic eating some McDonald's chicken nuggets or a Big Mac or a hot dog or drinking a Budweiser. I'm cool with that, okay? Because it's all fun and games when it comes to trolling. And, of course, it had me thinking, you got to, first of all, England, just take the L. It's all good. We know that you had some issues from a lineup strategy. But, hey, don't be mad about the tea. It's all funny games. Don't call it classless. Like I'm saying, score your own goal, eat a hot dog, eat a Big Mac, some chicken nuggets, do whatever we do out here in the U.S. You can eat a Baconator or something like that. But it got me thinking, what are the top 10 troll jobs, the top 10 taunting jobs in the history of sports? Here's my top 10. This has to be my number one. This has to be, well, let's start from 10 and we'll go to one. How, how does that sound? Coming in at number 10, I ha- and think about this. You never think of Michael Jordan as classless, right? You never think of MJ as classless. But, hey, he got his taunt on many a night in the NBA. And coming in uh, is his teammate. When Scottie Pippen stared down Patrick Ewing in the 1994 Eastern Conference Finals, this one just kind of speaks for itself he dunks on Pat and he just stares him down and you just love that that was great Michael Jordan also stared down Patrick Ewing in the 1992 Eastern Conference Finals that was two years before and this was just great he scored over both Xavier McDaniel and Ewing and Jordan did not hide those emotions this MJ was all up in his face he had that anger you love it number eight this one was one of my favorites I love this one. Back in 2009, uh, Stony Brook and Hartford soccer game, that thing blew up all over the internet when the when the goalie when the goalie for for Hartford on a penalty kick was doing cartwheels in the goal to try to distract the 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 the, the penalty kick attempt, and it did not work. The goal still scored, but it was still hilarious. And then you got Odell Bickham Jr pretending like he was a dog peeing on the end zone. That one was pretty bad. Then number seven, or number six, I got Randy Moss when he moons the Green Bay fans in the 2004 NFC wildcard game. This one, of course, Joe Buck got way too in his feelings for that. I mean, come on, Joe Buck. Let's have some fun. Don't get mad at my boy Randy Moss because that was straight cash, homie. It was actually straight ass, homie, for the for – the, uh, for the fans in the stands, and that was pretty rough. So that was a good one. And then Terrell Owens. This guy is A1 trolling, the Mount Rushmore of trolls. T. 
T.O. when he mocked Ray Lewis. You remember back in 2004, I remember it was on Halloween, and it's crazy because, remember, he almost went to Baltimore, and then he scores, and, of course, he does the famous Ray Lewis dance. That was a good one. How about this is one of my all-time favorites. How about when Sean Kemp dunks on him and does the point, the double point when he's on the ground? Love that one. How about Michael Jordan getting revenge on Mount Matumbo back in 97? Mike, come on, man. They can't be for real. You haven't got me yet. Huh? Mike. Me. Hey, Don't even try it. You want me to go call Scotty? You have to call Scotty. Ball boy. What you gonna call Scotty for? I haven't got you recently. Yeah, I agree with no, that. No, you haven't got me in the six years. One, two, three, just go ahead and say it. He ain't No. Never. He said, I'll get you one day. No. <laughs> he never dunked on you. He never Face put you on the highlight. No. No. He said, I would love to hear you my poster, but it's not happening. It's not going to happen. Lying. <laughs> you know he's lying. It's never going to happen. Oh, man. All right, we're going to cast your green. Ball boy, who gets Scotty? Puts it off the glass. Nope, Luke tipped it out. Michael get it for the fresh shot clock. MJ. Oh, he did it. There, Michael shakes the finger, but he finally got his dunk on Mount Matumbo. He never dunked on you. He never Face put you on the highlight. No. No. He said, I would love to have you in my poster, but it's not happening. It's not going to happen. You know he's lying. Dikembe Mutombo, he loved to wag his finger, right? Every time he got that block, you would see his big finger saying, no, no, no. Well, Michael Jordan, he dunks on Mount Mutombo, and he gives him the Mount Mutombo finger. That was great. How about one of this one? How about this one? Muhammad Ali, when he told Sonny Liston to keep fighting, this was back in 1965. This is vintage, vintage trolling by, by Muhammad Ali. And back in 1965, he's standing right over Sonny Liston. You know the iconic photo. And he says, he shouted, get up and fight, sucker. I mean, come on. That was big time by Muhammad Ali. And he goes on to be Muhammad Ali. This next one I have as the fa- a fan trolling job. But I still include it. Red Sox, when they teased Daryl Strawberry in the 1986 World Series, I'm a big fan of The Simpsons. And you remember the episode when Daryl Strawberry was on The Simpsons? It was something just like that. They kept chanting, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. And they could not let it go. You stink, Strawberry. We want home run homers. Daryl, Daryl. That's not very nice. Mom, they're professional athletes. They're used to this sort of thing. It rolls right off their back. (laughs) And I don't think he was crying like the Simpsons episode, but that was a good one. Then number two, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller throwing up the double choke sign. The double, not just one, double choke sign after he scored 25 points in the fourth quarter to beat the New York Knicks. Man, And Spike Lee, you know, he stares him down, and he gives him the choke sign. That was straight nasty by Reggie Miller, one of the most clutch players in NBA history. And then number one, number one, I love this one. Look, okay, make no mistake about it. I was a big 49ers fan back in the day. Jerry Rice had me, and then I love Terrell Owens. You got some guys love running backs, some guys like quarterbacks. I love wide receivers, and T.O. was my guy and I will never forget back in September of 2000 when T.O. 
gets the touchdown against the Dallas Cowboys, and you know what he does. He races to the middle of the field in the middle of Texas Stadium and just showboats with the T.O. sign, and then they and it's just all kinds of problems. So Terrell Owens right in the middle of Texas Stadium. I wasn't directing it at anybody. I think Emmitt Smith and the Cowboys took it a little differently. to be a battle it's gonna be a battle okay we're at your house i did it the first time you did it okay well stop me from doing it again he said stokes meet me back at the original spot i'm like oh no you're not gonna do this again tara lawrence sleeping catch right corner touchdown san francisco he's going to the star he's going to the star Right before I had uh, gone the second time, we were on the goal line going up against George Teague, and I literally, I drive him to the back of the end zone, and I literally pancaked him. He was so mad. He couldn't get to me. He couldn't stop me. So when I came to the start a second time, you saw the first person out to hit me was George Teague, and that was why. And they won that game 41-24, to so... If you guys got any more that I'm missing, let me know. Hit me up. You guys hit me up uh, on Twitter at DMAC underscore LA, DMAC underscore LA. If you have any troll jobs I'm missing out on. But And next we're going to talk a little MLB where the Los Angeles Dodgers, they get another comeback win. They're 26 of the season. Their fourth straight walk-off at home. Nobody on. The game comes down to the matchup between Holland and Beatty. This game is tied. Taylor steps on home. The fourth consecutive walk. That's going to do it for Greg Holland. TJ McFarland is on here. He's got to face Cody Bellinger with the bases loaded. They've done it. They've walked their way to another walk-off win. So four consecutive home game walk-offs for the first time in franchise history. Last MLB team with four consecutive walk-offs, the A's did it five times in a row from May 22nd to June 3rd back in 2004. And the LA Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers, the boys in blue, 35-9 and record at home. They're on pace to break all kinds of records for the best home record. If I would have told you that you would have had five consecutive walks with two outs, would you have believed that? Uh, no, definitely not. That's just... <sighs> would you have believed that one? No, definitely not. Uh, that started with CT. Uh, great at bat and uh, just great at bat after great at bat. You have Greg Holland on the ropes. He gives up the four straight walks. Just didn't seem to have any sort of command. TJ McFarland comes into the game. How much of it is a tendency to want to swing for the fences there with bases loaded? Uh, it is, especially with the game on the line. Uh, our guys did a great job of staying patient. And uh, he was making some good pitches. I think we just 
stay within ourselves, make good pitches or good takes, and uh, it was good all the way around. What's it like for you to come to the plate and hear MVP chants? It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm glad I could come through right there with the walk and get on base and get the game and, uh, and win the game. You said that you didn't think a walk-off walk warranted a shower. Your teammates uh, disagreed with you. How much fun is it that you guys continue to come up huge in the ninth inning, no matter if you're at home or on the road? Oh, uh, yeah, that's just what we are. We got guys coming off the bench. Great at bat by Russell. Um, just everyone's feeding off each other, and uh, it's been fun. All right, you win it again. And last night, it was the last three we saw, it was walk-off fashion with home runs, right? Last night, it was walk-off fashion with walks. Greg Holland of the Arizona Diamondbacks, he melted down. He imploded. He could not get it done. Greg Holland... This is how the inning went down, okay? Dodgers, they're down 4-3 in the ninth, and this is how they win. Rios, uh, Dodger rookie Rios, he grounds out, one out. Barnes, Austin Barnes, he flies out, two outs. Chris Taylor, one of the hottest hitters in Major League Baseball, he draws a walk with two outs. Russell Marn, he draws a walk. Alex Verdugo, rookie sensation, Doogie, he gets a walk. Matt Beattie, another rookie, takes a walk. And then Cody Bellinger, who almost got hit. He could have he could have gotten hit to win the game. It was really inside in Cody Bellinger, but he avoids it. That's human instinct. I'm not mad at Cody Bellinger for that. And then the very next pitch, it's inside again, and the Dodgers walk it off. Walk, 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 walk. Five walks in the inning, and they beat the Arizona Diamondbacks. And Greg Holland, typically, who's a really a really reliable closer, he could not find it. It was just a meltdown for the Arizona Diamondbacks. They could just not find the strike zone. Wow, it was just unbelievable. It reminded me of that. Mo- I'm a big Motley Crue fan, and if you look up, Holland's glove was literally shaking. He was literally shaking for the Diamondbacks pitcher. You remember that song called Rattlesnake Shake? The Rattlesnake Shake, 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 Shake. I was thinking that the whole time. Sorry, I'm not a, I'm not an 80s hair, man, hair band singer, but if you want to listen to the song, Motley Crue kills it on that. It reminds me of that. Rattlesnake Shake, and the Dodgers, they get another win in dramatic fashion. I'm telling you, this Dodger team is just doing some incredible things. Also, What's also crazy about is, the, is Cody Bellinger, who gives the Dodgers their first walk-off since Cody Bellinger, as far as a walk-off walk-off, back on July 8, 2017, against Kelvin Herrera against the Royals. I remember that game. And in that game, the Dodgers, they walked four times in the ninth, three against future Dodger Scott Alexander. But in that case, that was all with one out. Last night, two outs. The Dodgers, we're on the ropes it was just unbelievable, and you got to give the Dodgers. I want to give the Dodgers fans, Dodgers Nation, who lead all of baseball in in attendance year in and year out. Last night, you got fifty two thousand strong, both pavilions filled to the brim. Yes, it was Hun Jin Ryu, Han Solo bobblehead night. That's you know you give have a lot of giveaways. You know you're giving away a lot of bobbleheads when the Dodgers now have to have to have theme player bobblehead. So that's the point where they're at with uh, with Hun Jin Ryu bobblehead night with uh, Hun Solo. So it was really spectacular. I really feel bad for for Greg. I actually don't feel bad, really, but, but Greg Holland, man, he could just not get it done. They just couldn't find the strike zone 
at all, and the Dodgers get it done. They improve. They get their 58th win of the season. So the Dodgers are just killing it. I think personally right now the Dodgers are on their way to making another World Series run. The Dodgers really, they can make a couple trades. They can get some bullpen relief. They're going to be exploring that trade market Very shortly here, you got the July 31st trade deadline, the hard deadline. So look for the Dodgers to make a couple more moves to even bolster this lineup more than it is. Joe Kelly, the much maligned Joe Kelly, had a great night last night, and the Dodgers are just steamrolling their way through the National League. And I think right now, if you ask me who's going to be in the World Series, I think it's going to be the pinstripes versus Dodger blue. I think you're going to get the Dodgers versus the Yankees in the World Series, in the Fall Classic. We've been flirting with it for a couple years now, but the Dodgers, Yankees, the Dodgers beat them back in 1981. The Dodgers have actually faced the Yankees 11 times in the World Series all coming between 1981 and 1941, I think you're going to see the Bronx Bombers versus the Boys in Blue in the Fall Classic. Both teams look like they're on a collision course to meet in the World Series. And next, though, we're going to now we got to talk about NBA free agencies because obviously only one of them gets them. For the for the two that, that that don't, how stuck are they given who's not there now? Well, you're the Lakers, right? Kawhi's number one. You're waiting for him. D'Angelo Russell was number two. He's gone to Golden State. But then, when you were going to break up your 32 million into several players, you wanted a Seth Curry gone to Dallas at 8 million a year. Danny Green's still on the board. Danny Green's a good example. He's waiting. Does Kawhi go back to Toronto? Because I could go back with him there. But but LA's interesting to me. Maybe I can jump on with one of the LA teams. Mm-hmm. He's waiting. You know, Dallas is their money's starting to dry up. So uh, I think right now the two LA teams who have a lot of space. The longer Kawhi waits, like. Guys go off the boards, but it's Kawhi Leonard. And if you think you're in it, you got to keep waiting. Man, and and somebody's going to put the cards down on the table, and you're going to stare at it and go, wow, that's a hell of a pot, and we didn't get it. And then the team that gets it, you know, then the odds shift in his favor. So NBA free agency, you probably think we're going to be talking about Kawhi Leonard and this and that. And all I'm going to say really about Kawhi Leonard, about the claw, is that, look, all of these fake NBA wannabe insiders on Twitter, on Instagram, bruh, you don't know what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. There's a couple people on planet Earth that know know what's going on with Kawhi Leonard. It's Kawhi, it's his inner circle, it's his uncle. This is a guy, this is not your typical NBA superstar. Kawhi Leonard hasn't tweeted, his last social media tweet was back in 2015. This is not a guy who's out there like that. This is a guy who keeps things close to the vest. This is a guy who does is not going to make it known where he's going to go. And I think he has too much respect for this Toronto Raptors organization to to not to, to spill the beans. I mean, this dude's last tweet, guys, came on July 6, 2015. And it's it says custom swag board, hashtag kale two edition. Gear coming soon, and it is a Kawhi Leonard hoverboard with his KL Claw logo plastered all over it. This isn't a guy who's spilling the beans, who's out there, and really, you got the theory. Oh, Kawhi Leonard, he didn't want to announce on Canada Day. Oh, Kawhi Leonard, he wants to announce before July 4th. I mean, Kawhi Leonard should be afforded a longer amount of time to announce his decision because 
not only did he play in the NBA Finals, he had to deal with all the after stuff, the parades, all the, the shenanigans and circus that comes with playing in the NBA Finals. He gave us that indelible moment this year where he gets the, the, the only Game 7 walk-off shot. So give Kawhi Leonard some time to breathe, and I think you're going to see at the end of the day that uh, the longer this waits, I mean, Laker fans have just gone so hysterical, have just gone absolutely manic with their Twitter presence. And I'm just saying, look, there's 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 three NBA insiders in the world. You know what I'm saying? You got Shams, you got Woj, you got Ramona. But really, I mean, come on, all this information is being funneled to two or three guys. Stop believing these Redditors. Stop believing these guys. Look, I can go on Twitter right now and saying Kawhi Leonard to the to the Lakers confirmed. And look, there's a shot that that's going to happen. But guess what? I'm telling you, I don't know anyone in the Lakers front office yet. Maybe someday I will. But I don't have any inside information like that because not very many people do even at the top. So I think everyone needs to just sit back, relax, stop reading the tea leaves too hard. And I think Kawhi Leonard, the Laker buzz that was so high, I think has faded just a little bit. Jared Dudley, who they just signed, he said that the Lakers, if they signed Kawhi, would be like the heat on steroids. And I agree, that would be a tremendous juggernaut that we really have never seen in the NBA. And really just, we'll, we'll see what happens with Kawhi Leonard. But I'm telling you, we're going to have our answer very soon here. Just sit back, relax, NBA world. We'll get it done, Kawhi Leonard. Right now, I, I told you my original pick for Kawhi Leonard for their a- NBA free agency super show was that I thought he was going to sign the one plus one with Toronto. And I think that I still think the Lakers have a really good chance. I think I still think it makes a lot of sense for the Lakers, but I do feel that buzz just 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 fizzling a little bit. And I still think right now that Toronto, the fact they have the last meeting, the fact they're still in the mix, I still think there's a good chance he goes back to Toronto. Lakers are still in the mix. I guess if I have to call my shot, I say that there's too much smoke with the Lakers from not to go to the Lakers. And I think that uh, I think that I think that Kawhi Leonard goes with the Los Angeles Lakers. I think it makes too much sense. I think he goes with the Los Angeles Lakers. There's too much smoke there. I think he wants to live in L.A. I think that they're going to let him bring his medical staff, which is big. I think you'll see KL going to the Lakers. Personally, I would like to see him stay in Toronto. I mean, that was my original pick. I'm hoping he stays in Toronto. And that's kind of the thing. I really do. But honestly, I'm going to stick with my original pick. Uh, you know, I, I'm not going to go with Laker Nation right here. I'm sticking with my original pick. I, I, I don't want to be a flip-flopper. I'm not one of those guys who hopes you didn't hear what I say the week before. I said Kawhi Leonard was going to stay in Toronto. I said he was going to sign a one-plus-one. Let's stick with that. Toronto Raptors, Kawhi Leonard, he's going to sign there. He's going to spurn the Los Angeles Lakers, and Laker Nation is going to go cray-cray, and uh, we'll see with that. But I want to close the show today with – a really, to me, a, a very interesting and kind of sad story in, in 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 the NBA. I mean, the NBA, what is going on with DeMarcus Cousins? So the NBA free agent pool has just started to dry up, right? It, it, 48 players in the first day. And then the following day, even yesterday, Frank Kaminsky, 
Jared Dudley. Guys like that are getting signed before Boogie Cousins. And I just want to know why. I mean, Boogie Cousins, he's a guy per 36 minutes, 23 points, 11.5 rebounds, and 5 assists. And those are really right on line with his career averages. This year he played a career-low 25.7 minutes per game over 30 regular season games. And then Boogie, his deal, I mean, he signed a $5 million mid-level exception deal with the Warriors in hopes that he was going to rebuild his career. And really, I think, I I mean, I was thinking back then, this guy should have gone to a place where he can get his numbers up, not have to worry about sharing the ball. And at this point, it's it's kind of worrisome if you're DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, really... There's really just not a market for him. Big names left. Boogie Cousins a couple years ago, he'd have been one of the prizes. But now here he sits. Is there a market for him? There's not a market for him, Scott. And I think, and, and it's not, I, I think he thought, he hoped, some uh, big market teams would strike out and have cap space. He could get a one-year, 12, 15, 18, $20 million deal. It's not there? That's not happening. I don't even know if there's a mid-level, the mid-level exception he got in Golden State last year. I don't think that's there for him. Wow. Right now, and that's what Agent Wojanowski of ESPN reported Tuesday. He said there is not a market for DeMarcus Cousins, and he shot down both the idea of Cousins grabbing up an eight-figure one-year contract from teams that have a lot of cap space, but and they also said that it, it, I wouldn't rule out the idea of him even going to China to play for the Beijing Royal Tigers in the Chinese Basketball Association. Now, I know DeMarcus Cousins always has that look on his face like he's either just smelled a fart or something like that, but that would stink for a guy that doesn't, for a guy that was going to sign a super match with the Sacramento Kings, and then he gets traded to the New Orleans where him and AD are really starting to put it together, and then now he is not even going to get a, uh, an, oh man, it's just, it's rough. I mean, guys like DeMarcus Cousins, I really think can still be productive. I still think that he can be a valuable asset and I think that uh, I'm wishing the best for Boogie. I mean, come on, like let's five million dollars is no chump change. But hey, man, if you think you're going to be signing 150 million dollar deals, and then you fall that quickly, it's almost like Isaiah Thomas, it signs with the Wizards a one year deal. NBA players, get your money while you can. Laugh all the way to the bank. Don't feel bad about it. Get as much. Secure that bag whenever you can. Because this is a business. These teams will turn on you on the blink of an eye. They have no loyalty. If they think that you can't produce, they're not going to. And you really wonder with DeMarcus Cousins, how much of it is his reputation as a locker room cancer? Is his reputation as some guy who starts drama, some guy who's a bad teammate? I really don't know. But I really think he could help a team. I think of Miami, I think if the Heat had more cap space, they would consider bringing him in. But uh, we'll see what happens with DeMarcus Cousins. But that's going to do it for Episode 20 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Thanks for rocking with us once again. Tell all your friends to subscribe to the show. You can find us on GetMoreSports.com if you want to watch the video part, video version of the show. Also, you can find us on wherever podcasts are found. We're going to have our first guest lined up. Hopefully by Friday. I'm hoping by Friday we're going to have our first guest for the Get More Sports Podcast. But like I said, all you guys out there, have a great rest of your day. Hopefully we have an answer for Kawhi Leonard. But thanks for rocking with us once again, and I'm out.